Very shortly after, she opened her eyes in all their softness, and putting out her poor, pale, thin hand, took Van Helsing's great brown one, drawing it close to her. She kissed it. My true friend, she said in a faint voice, but with untellable pathos. My true friend and his. Oh, guard him and give me peace. I swear it, he said solemnly, kneeling beside her and holding up his hand as one who registers an oath. Then he turned to Arthur and said to him, Come, my child, take her hand in yours and kiss her on the forehead, and only once. Their eyes met instead of their lips, and so they parted. Lucy's eyes closed, and Van Helsing, who had been watching closely, took Arthur's arm and drew him away. And then Lucy's breathing became stertuous again, and all at once it ceased. It's all over, said Van Helsing. She's dead. I took Arthur by the arm and led him to the drawing room, where he sat down and covered his face with his hands, sobbing in a way that nearly broke me down to see. I went back to the room and found Van Helsing looking at poor Lucy, and his face was sterner than ever. Some change had come over her body. Death had given back part of her beauty, for her brow and cheeks had recovered some of their flowing lines. Even the lips had lost their deadly pallor. It was as if the blood, no longer needed for the working of the heart, had gone to make the harshness of death as little rude as might be. We thought her dying while she slept, and sleeping while she died. I stood beside Van Helsing and said, Ah, well, poor girl, there's peace for her at last. It is the end. He turned to me and said with a grave solemnity, Not so, alas, not so. It is only the beginning. When I asked him what he meant, he only shook his head and answered, We can do nothing as yet. Wait and see. <laughs> 